There's no time like the 21st century to do a deep dive into the book of Revelation. As I wrote in my previous book, Globequake, we are living in one of the most turbulent periods of history. We ride spiritual, moral, philosophical, political, commercial, educational, to name a few, tectonic plates that are redefining the whole world. Back in the age of literal tectonic shift, the plates crept across the planet's face by inches a century, but now they move at light speed, and we are on top, trying to live our lives, raise and educate our families, work our jobs, build stable churches, elect trustworthy governments, while the ground races beneath us and the landscape gets redefined constantly. Multitudes believe we are living in the end times. As a matter of fact, we are. The Bible shows it clearly and precisely. But it's not the end, as many of us understand it. We will look at the riddle of the end in more detail in chapters to come. Revelation has been hyped, hacked at, and huckstered since John's wiry age, shaky hand and trembling heart recorded his visions centuries ago. The 21st century is the best of times to read and consume the apocalypse, because for the first time in history, events and circumstances John saw in his remarkable visions are globally possible. There are at least nine of those prophecies Revelation showed would occur on a worldwide scale and are for the first time not only probable, but are beginning to happen. Number one, global evangelization is possible and occurring because of rapid travel and communications. Matthew 24, verse 14. Number two, nations are aligning as foretold by the prophet Ezekiel. Ezekiel 38. Number three, Global lawlessness is deepening through the impact of media and instantly transmitted social movements. 2 Thessalonians 2, verses 1 through 12. Number 4. Revolution can now leap from nation to nation because of the ability to broadcast inciting images instantly. Revelation 13, verse 1, and chapter 17, verse 15. Number 5. Apostasy in churches once faithful to the gospel has grown to shocking proportions. 2 Thessalonians 2 verses 1 through 3. Number 6. It is now possible to bring whole civilizations into delusion through global media. 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 11. 2 Timothy 3 verses 1 through 8. Number 7. For the first time in history it is possible for global markets to collapse in an hour because of the electronic economy. Revelation 18. Number 8. Persecution of the genuine church is at unprecedented levels worldwide. Matthew 24, verse 9, and Revelation 12. Number 9. War has shifted from conflicts between geopolitical entities to civilizational conflict. Matthew 24, verses 6 and 7. However, even as we consider the end, my hope is that in these pages, you will see the book of Revelation not as a stirrer of blaring hysteria, but an inspirer of blessed hope. I've taught classes on the book of Revelation for three decades or more. I don't want to come to those Revelation studies because they scare me, I hear from a few every time I announce Revelation as the new study series. I agree, there's much to disturb and unsettle, if you are on the wrong side. But if you are in Christ and His covenant, a citizen of the kingdom of God, Revelation is thrilling, motivating, and charged with hope. That's why right out of the chute, in Revelation 1, verse 3, we read, Blessed is he, and she, who reads the words of this prophecy. How can a person be blessed reading about demonic armies, ten-headed, seven-horned creatures, beasts rising from the sea, other monsters creeping on the ground, the blood of the martyrs, 
Blasting war trumpets, devilish frogs, pestilences, a collapsing global economy, rivers of blood, devastating winds, violent earthquakes, a deep abyss, and a lake of fire. The answer is in discovering what the book of Revelation is all about.